Hello, all of you listeners of the chat, and welcome to a brand new episode, and it's in fact a very special Bold and Beautiful episode, where we will be discussing Bold and Beautiful's first week back with new episodes since they went off the air in April. Um, So before we jump into everything, let's talk to our co-host, Tiggs, how are you? I'm doing pretty swell, Casey, how are y'all? I'm doing well. And Victoria Conifel Serapa, how are you? I'm great. Happy to have a less messy threesome tonight. No cleanup. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dean Rodrigo are not here. They are not. Unfortunately, uh, D.D. Forrester and our State Farm worker, Rodrigo, uh, they are not here. He doesn't really work for State Farm, but his voice makes me, you know, want to read the terms and conditions, as I always like to say. Um, so anyway, let's hop into the bold and the beautiful. Bold is back. Um, first off, what are your overall thoughts before we jump into episode by episode? Tiggs, we'll start with you. Luckily, I just got finished with the week before we recorded, so I went into the last minute. The, the overall week, I mean, it was cute. It was cute. It didn't, didn't feel COVID-y at all. Like I said on Twitter, I was just like, okay, it just felt like the bold and the beautiful, was it? I guess they were just like, okay, we could do a little bit of touch and scene hold and, and shit since we didn't got everybody tested and shit. So go ahead and just do what you got to do. But no, it was fine. I'm like, okay. Because I thought it was going to be weird, but it wasn't weird at all. And Alan, what are your overall thoughts on the week? Well, you can, in some scenes, you tell that they weren't really acting against a real person. It was obvious in those scenes. And Especially the Bill and Steffi stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was obvious. Katrina Bowden's husband had a bit longer side rounds than Aaron Brooks. That was obvious. They should have fixed that. But <laughs> other than that, it was actually it was a pretty good week. I was. Ex- it's better than I was expecting, honestly. I just thought it was going to be a little bit yeah. luck. I thought it was going to be really flung together and hokey. Yeah. I like, and oh, I okay. have to say, for the first time in a long time, the writing was actually on point, and the writing felt very um, bold and beautiful when it's good. <laughs> um, and I have to say, you know, the camera work for all they had to do to get two episodes shot in a day was actually very good. Um, I liked how they addressed uh, what has been going on in the country without addressing it, but still addressing it. Um, So great job there. As a lapse viewer, because I had tuned out many months prior, because you know with me, I dip out of the bold and the beautiful. You know, some some months I can handle it, some months I can't. I need a break. Um, And so the recap was very good for stuff that I had not seen, but only like heard about on Twitter and stuff. So that first recap episode was great. I will say, and we'll dive into more episode by episode things, but yeah, the (laughs) Katrina husband thing was noticeable. But at the same time, I was like, oh, okay, you know what, for what they had to work with, worked and it was good. Um, And the lighting was still good and what have you. 
of course, I'm hoping they will get uh, that very uh, Dollar Tree wig off of that poor Kiara Barnes girl. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. It's terrible. I'm like, where was her beautiful locks during that Thomas wedding? Where was that? Um, but anyway, so let's dive into episode by episode. Monday, we had the recap episode. Um, the only people who got new material were um, Heather Tom and Lauren St. Victor and Kiara Barnes for Katie, Zoe, and Carter. Um, so let's just jump into how the show decided to utilize flashbacks in the recap. Tiggs, what did you think of that? I, I thought it was cute. It, it, didn't real, it didn't feel real exposition-y. It was just like, you know, Carter was just like, I've been, you know, fucking up marriages, not getting people legally married, so I've been busy. And Katie was just like, ooh, child, let me tell you what happened then, babe. And like, you know, they just did it like that. And then Zoe came in, uh, you know. Oh, honey, Carter, oh, you are so fine, even though you shaved your facial hair off. He just like, oh, well, thank you, baby. Oh. How you been doing, Tim? Oh, I'm just doing fine. I'm just still crazy and hope still salty at me, but whatever. I need a new man. He's just like, oh, well, you know, I could be a new man for you, baby, if you give me a storyline. <laughs> it was cute. Okay, first of all, I love that you did a recap of the recap episode. That was great. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know when Carter started sounding like the creepy uncle next door. <laughs> Um, who waits until your child is um, of the consentful age. <laughs> he started to sound like that when he shaved his facial hair off. You know what I'm saying? Look, damn it. Now look, ever since you was on God Life for the last 11, 12 years, it's been a contract, okay? You don't shave off shit, God okay? God. Okay? No, um, you need facial hair. You're so like Alan, Lord, you in this facial hair mess. Um, so, Alan, let's hop into the small interaction between Zoe and Carter. I know Twitter was a buzz with kind of liking that little bit of chemistry testing, but I also know Twitter was a buzz with the chemistry testing of Carter and Katie, whether it be intentional or unintentional. So, what did you think of Carter kind of having insta chemistry with both actresses um, and characters? Obviously, Bradwell's not going to do anything with Carter and Katie. He's never had that black man on top of her at all, ever. And if he gives his freaking Zoe, puts Zoe and Carter together, it's just going to be like a year, maybe. Or maybe we'll do a triangle for Lemon Zen Day. Hopefully, it'll be an actual story. I would like that to be an actual story. And maybe we can have Kara Barnes wear natural hair, which would be a lot better than the Rain Edwards wigs they put her on her. Mm. Because that's the exact type of wig he's putting Rain Edwards to make that poor girl yes. wear that ugly ass wig. When Rain Edwards, when they had the character get baby rabies, you know, that same wig came straight out of her Emmy reel <laughs> from that. Yeah, year. like, yeah, that day, no matter shake and go, they took that motherfucker <laughs> out. Of, they took that motherfucker out of storage and shit. Oh, shit. Here, girl, this is the Rona, girl. I spread it with Febreze here. Girl, what? <laughs> well, um, no, well, wait a minute, though. Is they doing like hairstyles and stuff? Cause that little girl probably could have bought that motherfucker from home. That's probably her wig. Hair and makeup. I think that's what's happening. They're all doing their own hair and makeup. 
Didn't they reveal that they wigs. were doing her a makeup though? Because I thought, didn't Heather Tom say, oh, one person's allowed and they're out of time. Everything's spaced out. So are they doing their own or are people doing it for them? It could be because you know, because you know, actresses have been doing that for years. Like I know on days like, you know, even before the budget or whatever, Lauren Cosgo has always done her own makeup. And it shows. Al. Lauren Cosgo looked just fine. She's a woman of a certain age. She didn't got good work done. She's unproblematic. But I wish you wouldn't dress her less Sesame Street, like freaking oh. oversized <laughs> freaking fur coats and all that. No, that's a go. Yeah, I, yeah, like you could just really tell, like, a lot of Lauren's personal style goes in the cake, and it's like, girl, <laughs> Lauren, like, fuck it, y'all ain't got no budget, so I'm gonna bring the shit to my house, all right? <laughs> well, you can save this talk for the day's podcast. <laughs> oh, we, we weren't talking about Kay Roberts, we were talking about Margot Lily Spencer. Margot Lily, there you go. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I thought Monday was a great welcome back episode. Um, I love the cutesy montage that the CBS soaps love to do all the time. Um, why? why? <laughs> that boat is back. Dun, 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 dun. That was so corny to me. Like, you ain't had to do all that. That, that was corny to me. I don't know. I was like, well, at the time, at this time, some corniness is good, especially when you have so. They could have had that corniness for some damn promos and promote the hell out of the show coming back. That's what CBS could have did. Well, now if they would have did that in a little thirty-second increments all over the internet. That would have been fine. But no, they're gonna do it within the show. Well, goddamn it, we know this back. We watching it. Shit. Just like, why do they do that? Why do they but, show promos of the show during the damn well, show? Because Mary, it? the Trump supporter, doesn't know how to use the internet. She just knows how to be racist. And, you know, the CBS loves their middle America ride or die white women. So uh, apparently know. that's why we getting shit on YNR. <laughs> I'm surprised. Casey. I'm really surprised black people are back on the bold and the beautiful. For uh, now. For how long? For now. See how long this lasts. For how long, child? We, watch, we're going to get some little played-out, tired-ass triangle with New Zenday and Carter and Zoe. That shit going to last for 90 days. And Zoe and Zenday going to be married by Christmas. And them motherfuckers going to be gone before Black History Month. But to be fair, the quick weddings is a bold staple. So if they're not quick and married by, like, uh, before November sweeps, then I'm going to think Brad's got a brain tumor or something. I'm going to be worried about And, and he needs to state that, like, like, Brad Bells has made a mockery out of marriage. Like, Days had four separate weddings this month, once a week. And it didn't feel like what both, both feels like you, you are too. just, you are aggressively, you are harassed by, by weddings when it comes to both. It's just like, oh my God, you'd be scared to see a garter belt. Like, oh shit, oh shit. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, there's no reason for a character to have been married 15 times in 33 years. There's just, I mean, 
you know, with Erica, it made sense. And there was also a decade more of storytelling. And, you know, each marriage had something for it. And frankly, each marriage actually lasted as long as it should have for story purposes. And plus she married people multiple times. Exactly, yeah. Plus you know, she married Adam twice, she married Dimitri twice, so yeah. And also, you know, they knew when to give things a rest because Brook and Ridge, one, it's never been my like go-to ship. Um, I was more of a Brooke and Nick fan. Um, you know, over, <laughs> overall, a couple should never be married six times together. I find that ridiculous to the point, even where I'm like, this is why soaps get so. Especially when the couple is dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Torsten K. Ain't nobody's rich for it. He don't even feel like rich. He feels like Zack Sater with a fucking sketch pad. Like, no, it, they, they, him and Cass and Kelly Lane don't have sexual chemistry. It's done. It's dead. It's over with. Brooklyn Ridge died the day Ryan Moss left. It's over with. Let it the go. only time I have felt chemistry between them was in those flashbacks I was watching of Brooke kissing Bill at that party. I felt a little something there, but it's not enough to carry. No, that's because they're that's because they were fighting, Casey. The only time Catherine Kelly Line and Torsten K have anything is when they're in scenes and they're arguing about something. Yeah, then it's great. And, yeah. you know, that's kind of like the Laura Wright, Maurice Bernard thing, where you have great excess chemistry, but you don't have chemistry to carry on that super couple that yep. the show Yep, and, and the only people who still are fans of these couples are these crazy-ass soap fans that they're fans of the characters, they're fans of the couple, and they'll take whatever they can get. To hell with sexual chemistry. To hell with a good storyline. They just want yeah, Sonny and Carly together. They just want Brooke and Weird together. They just want me and Joe the Plumber together. And it's like, no. I want you and Joe the Plumber together. I've been rooting for you guys for a very long time. He got a pension? Shit. <laughs> um, so let's break into uh, Tuesday. Of course, Tuesday's episode of B&B was shot before the shutdown. Um, and in my opinion, it continued a really strong, well-thought-out week. Um, yeah. I, I truly think that picking up into normal episodes, quote-unquote, was um, a really strong start. Um, you know, I was, a, I was a little worried when they said it was shot before the shutdown because I was wondering, like, could it give a viewer like me who's been lapsed for months because of what was going on on the show before the shutdown something to watch? You know what I mean? And it certainly did. So let's break into Tuesday's episode. Tiggs, overall, before we get into story points, do you think it continued a strong week? For the yeah, it, yeah, it continued a strong week. I was kind of wondering, because, you know, they had the baby in the scenes, and, yeah, yeah Scott Clifton and, and Jackie Wood was a little bit too close. I'm just like, okay, maybe they both got to the experimenting, same though. I think they were starting to experiment, because... Jackie was on one side of the couch. Scott was all the yeah, way. Well, yeah. 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 I think they were. I, you know, I, I think it was it was fine. It, it, Liam pissed me off. But, <laughs> you know, as he always does. <laughs> because he is just such a fucking dick. Like, 
you really think Steffi's supposed to be over here slitting her wrist because you decided to be with Hope this week? This woman runs a corporation. This woman has a whole ass baby to raise. Like, and he just, are you sure, Steffi? Are you sure you're okay? You sure you don't want to, like, put your head in the oven? <laughs> I'm a vegan. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You're a fucking dick. Just go ahead and say it. Just go ahead and say you want a polygamous relationship. You want both of them in the same house at the same time. And God damn it, you want Steffi on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. You want Hope on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And you want a sweet from on Sundays, motherfucker. That's what you want. <laughs> That's exactly what he wants. Just being such an insect, you just like, I'm fine. Yeah, I love. I have to say before we go to Alan, I loved the dialogue for Steffi. I was like, finally, we're, you know, they've always said in the interviews of the soap mags and soap opera digest, the only soap opera magazine left for soap fans. Um, you know, they've always said well, Steffi is the strong, independent woman. I think for the first time in what has it been, 12 years with Jackie in this role, we finally saw that in this one scene. She was like, fuck you, Liam. I got this baby. I know how to breastfeed. I got this company. I know how to type out an email and sign my name electronically. And that was fan-fucking-tastic. Finally, something. And I think Jackie Wood looked to be enjoying that, too, because this triangle has got to be tiring. Um, Alan, let's go to you, because I want to discuss the Katie and Bill scene. I <laughs> I actually did enjoy the Katie and Bill scenes a lot because I felt for once they sounded different. Um, and so what about you? How did you feel about this? Well, she's basically pointing out, like, look, motherfucker, you felt the inside of my sister's vagina multiple damn times now. This keeps on fucking happening, bitch. Stop it. I'm tired of being humiliated. That's what she's saying. I'm glad she's finally reiterating that because... Freaking like what three years ago, he had a freaking secret room just to make out with her. He actually built a secret room to make out with her sister, and he's gonna be like, Well, what's the big deal about a kiss? You keep on cheating with her sister, bitch. Jesus Christ. Alan, can you please become the new script writer on the show? <laughs> would be like, What's your fucking theme, Bill? What's your. <laughs> Other Tom would slay. That would be her Emmy reel. <laughs> um, so now let's get into kind of the plot that's taken over the new episodes. The Sally, Dr. Escobar flow story. Um, I kind of like this story. Um, you know, I know they've taken the character of Sally in a completely new direction from when she came on. You know, now she's kind of more Sheila Carter light as opposed to Sally Spectra Senior light. So, Tiggs, what do you think of the overall change in the Sally character as this plot develops? I don't mind it. Courtney Hope is doing a good job. I, I see. I didn't. I didn't expect Sally to get caught so quick. Um, I want her to keep on scheming. I see. My whole thing. I wish this whole plot would have been to get revenge on Wyatt for fucking her over. 
to hell with, oh, I love him. No, fuck that girl. He played you for that big truck. You need to play his ass back. Get a baby and some coin out there. So you restart that struggling ass fashion house. That's what she should have did. I and they just did it to prop up this damn flow. And I'm just like, does Brad Bell not know what he's doing? Like Flo would be so much better if she was a trifling bitch. If Flo was a scheming ass trifling bitch, the fans would like this whole I ain't still a baby, but I'm really likable is bullshit. Nobody liked that shit about babe on all my children, and nobody liking about her ass right now. No. Like when Kenny needed that kidney, if she'd have told him, um, fuck y'all, I ain't giving y'all shit unless y'all let me up out of prison. Oh, she had a kidney then. <laughs> and you make a very interesting point because I I love the actress, uh Katrina Bowden. I love her. I think she's a fabulous actress. Um but the character of Flo misses the mark for me. And this is the same issue I've had with Franco on GH, with Ben on Days of Our Lives, is that if you want to turn a person into a complex villain, they need to own their shit. And they just can't be a heroine 24-7. You know, on Guiding Light, you made people care about the character of Roger Thorpe because he owned his shit all the time. And the character was so complex. So if you don't ever have anybody owning up to what they did in a storyline that we've watched, then the character needs to be off the screen, period. Like, I don't need Flo if she's going to play this heroine archetype when it doesn't make sense. So, Alan, what do you think of the Dr. Escobar, Flo, Sally plot? And uh, Flo being tied to a radiator by pantyhose that you couldn't get off. <laughs> I thought the power of Flo wrote on fucking Sally's butt was hilarious. That was fucking ingenious. I, I admit that was a fun aspect of the last storyline. But overall, Flo needs to die. I'm sorry, she needs to die. She's big, carry 2.0. Brad Bell keeps trying to make her happen when. The fans don't like her. If she was a villain, it'd be one thing, but now we're trying to make Sally the fucking villain. And it, it doesn't make any sense because no one is here for Flo. You only try to redeem a character when the audience actually likes them. That's why Ben is still relevant on Days of Our Lives. Because the fans actually like Ben. No one likes Flo. <laughs> don't give a shit if Flo lives or dies. It's time to stop her Flo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's hop into Wednesday. Of course, we've already talked a little bit about Sally's big pregnancy scheme. Um, I'm more interested to talk about the uh, Steffi getting back on motor scooters, um, and, you know, headed out on the highway looking for an adventure. Um, so Tiggs, what did you think of Steffi getting back on the motorbike? And of course, we'll talk about more the de plot development as we speak about Thursday's episode. I thought it was cute, you know. She got, you know, the babysitter to watch the baby, and then here go Liam, old punk ass. You know, I could have watched the baby. Fuck you. I paid the babysitter <laughs> So, you know, she just wanted to take a little ride. 
you know, I, I thought it was cute, you know. She always got to find the man while she, you know, dying, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> you know, hey, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do, shit. Um, yeah, I thought it was cute. Um, what else happened in the episode? I don't watch everything, so it just feel like one big episode to me. What happened? To, what else happened on Tuesday? Well, so that was, um, again, you had mentioned Stephanie. Oh, Wednesday, I mean. Yeah. Um, and then um, we're, you know, seeing Steffi. She's out on the motor scooter. She gets hit by the car. Um, and then also it was Sally's pregnancy plan, um, which you had spoken on. I, I, I wish I, I just Brad. <laughs> Girl, Brad. Bradley, Mr. Bell. Ain't no baby going to keep no man in 2020. Hell, his bed was keeping the man back in the 50s and the 60s. That's why it's baby boomers with dead beat ass that. Ain't no baby gonna keep no man. Not no 2020. Stop it. Like, uh, I'm just like, Sally, girl. Now, we'll see what Sally was wearing could have kept a man in 2020, okay? Courtney Hope, let me tell you, she was looking fresh. The hair was curled. She looked great. Yes, the eyebrow was up and arched. Fabulous. She looked amazing. Well, I, I'm like, Sally, this is your plan. You should have had Y try to fuck you months ago, stupid. What you gonna have him try to fuck you now for? I would have been. And look, when she's allegedly like, sick, so like, Sally, why is it? Oh, 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 hey, you can be sick all day. You could be sick all day. It don't take number to lift your leg up a little bit. Girl, not me. Leave me alone. Fine, give it to me. Oh, God. <laughs> Harder, Daddy. <laughs> okay. Because if, oh, that's right. If Zoe was a real bitch, she would have cleared that motherfucking conference room table and let Carter get it right there. Katie would have been locked out. Because I, I would have locked that down. Shit. Well, Katie's heart would have been beating too fast if it was Carter. She, they would have had to stop. So I would have been like, girl, I'll take you some Zantac 75, honey. I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I'm gonna get this. Oh my god. Yeah, he a lawyer, honey. <laughs> so Alan, let's talk about um Thursday's episode. Um, so we're at the hospital. Steffi's been brought in by the paramedic. She's hooked up to all these machines. We have the very sexy uh new Dr. Finn. Um, so what did you think of Tanner Noblin's debut as Dr. Finn? I liked it. He looks like Superman. You know, that's very attractive to me. He's very blowable, very attractive. And hopefully he'll be blowing out oh, Stevie's back soon. Kayla Yule looks enough like Jacqueline McCannis Woods to do it. <laughs> you know, you gave me the title for the podcast just then. Um. <laughs> very blowable. <laughs> Look, it's the best there is, you know. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear bold is back. So. The bold and the blowable. Oh, uh, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> um, so then, Alan, I also wanted to talk to you about the Bill Steffi thing. So it looks like Bill was the one who was speeding and did not stop in time when Steffi was in. So what do you think of that? Well, she has a habit of getting an accident on a fucking motorcycle because she lost her baby, what, seven years ago on that motorcycle? 
Yeah. So she shouldn't have been on the damn first place. But and and Bill's car does that not seem like a very Bill card. He's not really like a soccer mom car. Why was he in a Ford Bronco? I, I know. That's a very button Bill car. Was he borrowing it from the nanny or something? We know Bold and Beautiful can afford that. Come on. Like he was he was taking Katie's car to go get detailed after he saw um Kim. Well, and, you know, that was a very interesting plot thread that apparently he was on his way to see baby Kelly. So, Tiggs, I know that had a lot of Steffi and Bill fans up in arms on Twitter wanting this baby to be Bill's after all this time. So, what did you think of that plot thread? Oh, I would love for the baby to be Bill's. Cut some ties with me. Cut some ties. But, um... Yeah, no, I thought that was a nice twist. I'm like, oh, Bill ran her ass over. Because I didn't really realize the first. I'm like, what the hell is Bill doing at the house? Well, I'm like, oh, just, shit. I mean, you know, they're saying it's Bill right now. But I don't know. I think something else is there. I think there's more to the story. Well, Bill let Will drive the damn car? Shit, well, you know, it's a soap opera. Will could be 18 tomorrow's episode, you know? All I'm saying, how the child could be playing a mother to a grown man now. <laughs> well, shit, hell, she can't help. She ain't no baby no more. Heather Thomas, 44, 44 years old. She'll be all right. And Lisa LaCicero plays the mother to a 45-year-old. No, she don't. He ain't there no more. <laughs> that Dante shit is still so stupid. You got to have a Brad GH episode. I can't wait till GA do they come back. Woo! It's just going to be you other co-hosts because I don't watch bad television. That's why I'm not watching Days of Our Lives right now. I don't watch bad television. Oh. Now, now, you know, no, no, no. Days has been fine. Watchable. winners in a month. And it's been fine. Look, the only thing I tuned in for was the Alani wedding. And that that was it. That's all I wanted to see. That's all my interest. You don't want to see you don't want to see Vivian and Yvonne? Oh my heart. I will say though, and then we'll get back to Bull because we told everybody and look at us now. Fuck me. Um and so anyway, um I will say I did tweet out like where did the money come from for that bomb explosion? Because I will say I watched the Twitter clip and it looked very well shot. I got to I, I got to watch it. I got to watch it and see because I just I don't need days to be doing no natural disasters. Y'all ain't got no damn money. Don't don't, don't do that. Yeah, the bro. They have no money it for it. Good. It looked good but, though. But no, me. but at the same time though, you kind of don't really need money for it. It's like nowadays sound effects and special effects don't cost shit, so you don't need all that. Your Adobe Creative Cloud subscription. Yeah, like you don't really need all that. Look, Frank but, Valentino. Uses Adobe to make the new GH credits and <laughs> he kissed my ass. I wanted him fired that day. I was PowerPoint that presentation shit. credits. <laughs> that damn that viewfinder <laughs> credits. That if view I was writing a general hospital fan fiction, I would not use that opening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, let's get back to bold because in the words of Catherine Kelly Lane, bold is back. Um, so anyway, <laughs> let's hop into today's episode. Um, I felt it was a very, very strong way to end the week. We had lots of stuff to chew on going into next week. Um, so let's start off with 
the Ridge and Brooks guys. Um, that was a big point in the promo to show what's coming up on the show as they continue to air episodes. So, Alan, what do you think of the future of Bridge and as our Girl. favorite Shauna comes to wreck shop? <laughs> Hopefully it'll be over forever now because, as like Chase said earlier, they have no chemistry. They've never had chemistry. The only time they have chemistry is when they're at, at, at odds of each other. That's the only time they have chemistry. Otherwise, it doesn't work. They need to move them on. Put Brooke back with Bill because Edward never leave that dick will fall back right back in her, as it always does. Dick, God, I love you. Go for that fucking room, secret room back up in his office to smooch on her. <laughs> Him and his khaki jewelry and his loud clothing and oh, a mess. Oh, I'm like, how many? He's a stallion. <laughs> Like I said on Twitter, I don't want Brooke and Bill back together unless they kill Katie off. Unless, like, Are you because, because the, the, the key point is, it, just, it. It, it makes Brooke look like a, just a, a monster. It makes her just look awful. Even well, for a monster. This has no, been no, established no, no. for years that she fucks Deacon, her fucking well, daughter's well, I mean, husband. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that, was, that was a mishap. It makes Katie look weak and stupid. It makes Brooke look just just trashy and awful more than she ever had before. And it makes Bill just look like, well, Bill's a common on a good day. So it's just like, if, if y'all want them together, just kill Katie y'all. Or you should have just left the motherfuckers married when you finally fucking married. Okay, that's true. But no, Bill Bell, <laughs> Bill Bell. Brad Bell has ADHD. He should just left Bill and Brooke fucking married. Left him married. Or, you know, I just don't understand why Brooke always has to cry every single time. Like, the party, I, I understood the tears. You know, that was warranted. You know, when Katie confronted them back in 2013, that was warranted. But I don't need tears every time. Be, especially on the one-on-one -on -one scenes with Katie, because that's not who Brooke is, you know, and that's Brad Bell's Brooke, but that's not the character overall. I will say, though, I always find it interesting that they keep bringing Bridget back for these one-off appearances that have to deal with Brooke being hoish. It's like they will never let that die. So that's all she comes back for, is just Brooke's hoish reveal. And I'm like, hasn't Bridget been through it? Hasn't she been through it? You know, don't we're going to get the fight. Don't we were going to get Bridget back permanently? I think is if they ever just get Jennifer Finn and get back and recast the character. Yeah. Ashley Jones is yeah. not yeah. it. She's not Bridget. Yeah, nobody. She seems like a really nice lady, but she's not Bridget. Not. Yeah, nobody, she, she's a placeholder. That's it. Like, yeah, I think the only way Brad will give a fuck about Bridget again is if he can get Jennifer Finnegan back. That's it. And I think he can right now because, you know, Bold is the only scripted show in production. And so, you know, Jennifer Fandigan can't make those bad CBS pilots no more that only last 13 I hours. wish she'd just go back because she had nothing being successful. And she even said several times, oh, I really heard that soaps are great for parents. Well, you got a kid, bitch. Take your ass back to work. Exactly. And, you know, 
it's a stable paycheck because they would love to have her back i'm sure you know if jennifer calls and is like brad i want to come back you know brad would do it up for her because that is brad's muse you know brad's muse was jennifer finnegan i mean he helped her win you know six to three emmy awards year after year beating out the lesbian storylines the disease storylines the everything it was always jennifer finnegan um and so i think truly that now would be the time to give jen a call be like hey sister girl you know we miss you come back bring sean canaan with you bring you know ambrosia with you what have you whatever just come back um so let's talk about the really big cliffhanger type stuff of this week leading um throughout the rest of Friday's episode. Alan, you said you loved the reveal of Sally having helped me flow on her ass. Um, what did you think, though, of the big climax where it was Wyatt breaking into the apartment to rescue Sally? That was fine. That was a classic soap moment, even though they suck as a couple and Flo needs to die a horrible death that it's permanent and painful. So we can all enjoy it and laugh. But yeah. <laughs> I love that take. Because <laughs> it's either make her a bitch or kill her. Because I'm yeah. just like, nobody cares. She needs to be a bitch. I mean, you know, you have this amazing character in Shauna, and I get it. They're supposed to be the Amber uh, Tani ripoff. No, 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 because, no, nah, because, no, because, it's, uh, uh, uh. No, because Amber was trash for shit. And Tony was just as trash for these motherfuckers named Amber and Tony. No, but that's what they came on to be initially. Was that very well, yeah. like, junior because, Nickelodeon? Like, yeah, like but anytime Tony. Amber did get a conscience, Tony would be like, uh uh-uh, girl, there's money to be made. Uh-uh. Uh, Patty Lord, you know, Williams was like, uh uh-uh. Shit. Anytime Amber wants to tell the truth about shit, uh uh-uh, uh, don't you do that, girl. Now look, shit. Um, so let's now go into the Bold and Beautiful promo, which was shown on uh, Monday's Welcome Back episode. Alan, what are you most excited for coming up on the show? And also, which storyline would you like to see? I'm most excited to see Zenday. I don't, I don't think it was in the promo, was he? But I, I didn't really watch that promo. And it, but... <laughs> but <laughs> I'm excited to see Zeddy because society is literally actually hired a black person. Brad Bill actually hired a black person. Yay! Good for you, Brad. Let's see. Hope it lasts at least a year. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that man. He is delicious. He loves I mean, the white people. God, he, he, he was fine, I, but uh, see, he they lost on me. He a little too damn light. Like, look. When, I know. When, 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 when yeah, Tony and Kristen found Zenday 20 years ago, he won that goddamn light. <laughs> well, well, that's not, at least he black. The blackout curtains and Eric Forster's bedroom. I mean, it, look, Kristen and, you know, she flew there <laughs> to get that child. It rescued him. Oh, the white savior. Um, I will say, though, that I think this Zenday was more businessman, you know, I feel like they were having 
a lot more fun with Rome. You know, they were doing those early 20-something triangle stories and everything. But I think this Zenday is going to be a departure from just the love fest and everything. I think they're maybe going for a more business savvy Zenday this time around, as opposed to when Rome Flynn Zenday was more starting out and trying to learn the ropes um, uh, at Forrester Creations. So Tiggs, what did you think of the boldest back promo? What are you most excited to see? And is there anything you hope to see? I'm most excited to see Steffi with this man. It ain't Liam, shit. But all we already know, Liam ain't gonna <laughs> like him and then hope. Why don't you like him? Do you still love Steffi? And all this other bullshit. So, like, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I, I wouldn't mind if they did, like, a Carter, Zoe, Zenday triangle. If they want to do that, you know, cute, whatever. I want Katie to be a bitch. I just want her to be like, Brooke, you play all that whole shit on everybody else, but you don't do that shit to them. See, Bridget let you live, bitch. I ain't. <laughs> Because I said it on Twitter. If Brooke would have got her ass for 30 years ago, she wouldn't be doing all this right now. All it takes is one good ass for That's all it takes. Yes, yes. Sick of beat anyone up. One good punching just fall over. Oh, my hand hurts. I need a hand transplant. Oh. Her thoracic mother who went from 75 to 51 should have beat her ass a long time ago. A long time ago. Robin I, I, I'm just, I just don't want the same repetitive bullshit. And I want Brooke to fuck Quinn up. I like Quinn, but I'm like, bitch, she yes. wants to go. I want her to fuck Quinn. I want her to go after Eric just to shit and giggle. Like, bitch, do you not realize what I can do to you, bitch? Do you not realize what I can do to you, bitch? Because, like, Quinn did a lot of shit in the last, what, seven years she's been on this show. Bitch ain't got caught yet. No. She needs to get her motherfucking come up with. Uh-uh. Bitch, you took my man, I'ma take yours. I'd have had him before, and I'll get that motherfucker again. Try me. That's what I'm most- got her diamond. A diamond so her son could get host pussy. That's the story that literally happened on the show, and she didn't pay for it. Well, that, and it, was what she, it was what she did to Liam. Like, tried Liam to was an amnesiac, and she pretty much just like, raped him. Raped him. And tried to murder him, tried to murder Ivy. I mean, she pushed Ivy off the side of a fucking bridge. And Deacon, the... tried, tried, tried to kill Deacon. Yes, I forgot about, oh, that was so good. I miss Sean Kanan as Deacon so fucking much. Um, but I will say the thing I'm most excited for is the continued Shauna Quinn dynamic getting back at Brooke. I loved um, when, you know, Eric went, is this marriage certificate real? And, you know, it was just smiling in the background. I, um, I am very excited for the new men on the bold and the beautiful. I feel like that has been a struggle for this show for so long because it's so incestuous and, you know, it's hard for them to break out of the mold. But finally, we have somebody for Steffi who's not a Spencer. Finally, we have this new Zenday to shake things up and let's hope he is just not uh box checked on some list let's hope that we get a story for him um because you know it's great that the NAACP inked this overall deal with CBS to 
for a commitment and diversity, but it also reminds me a lot of what they did with the Maya story and how Bold worked with Glad and how we no longer have that character. And so I really want finally for diversity because I'm tired of it. You know, they, they are in LA, you know, they are at a fashion house. They are in these mansions and everything. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not the 1950s anymore where black people aren't allowed on television, you know, and so it's time for diverse voices to be heard. It's overdue for diverse voices. Um, so yeah, just give me a story I really loved as a lapsed viewer. I could not tune out of Bold this week. I checked back multiple times in the day on CBS All Access to see if the new episode was up. I was very excited. Um, so Alan, in closing, what are your final thoughts overall on the whole entire week from storyline to production to everything? I'm slowly surprised. Hopefully this keeps up and I'm so supposedly surprised to watch Well and Beautiful and Brad Bell isn't back on his bullshit. As I expected, Liam will probably try to mosey his way into fucking Big Ben and Steffi's relationship. Oh God, I'm not, I'm dreading that. He's going to be all just emotionally abusive, abusive. You are pointing over me, Jeffy. He's so pathetic. He cannot handle a woman moving on, so you know he's going to be all up on that. He, he's so used to being to Archie. He won't <laughs> let him. I will say, though, you know, I'm glad that Scott Clifton has been lifting the weight because let me tell you, I tweeted this out on the Twitter. If Scott would have looked like this 10 years ago, I would have understood a little more of the triangle. That's all I'm saying. You know Liam has a tennis dick. <laughs> he has to. He has to. There's no way that dick is small. <laughs> I bet this Tanner Noblin. No, look, I gotta stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it takes overall thoughts on the show from storyline to production um, going into another week. I mean, so far, so good. So far, so good. We all know that Steffi's going to be married to this doctor by Halloween, but, <laughs> and they're going to be divorced by Valentine's Day. But, you know. but that's okay with me. Look, I'd marry him. Look, and I know what I just said, that there shouldn't be a reason why a character gets married six times to the same person. But look, for this, I'm like, okay, that I would get married to as long as he would have me. I don't blame Steph. Ugh. I blame y'all. But we'll, we'll, see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm very excited. I think production-wise, the show still looks beautiful. I mean, honestly, B&B with all of its faults, it has never not looked gorgeous. And even as house soaps are today, the lighting is still great. Everybody still looks refreshed and glamorous. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited and I wish Bold and Beautiful well. You know, they're doing it. They're filming two episodes in a day, eight episodes a week, and they're doing a fabulous job so far. Uh, so gr congratulations to the Bold and the Beautiful, the cast, the crew. Thank you for giving us our soap. Um, Alan, where can they be on the Twitter? Alice Rava, bitches. Are you sure it's not at Victoria underscore Conifel? 
Not today. <laughs> I don't know about long, beautiful hair and beautiful form like she does. God, I know you don't. I could have told him that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and my dark and lovely Tiggs, where can they find you? You can find me at the A5. <laughs> or at the real Zenday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think Bold has, has done the best job, and they probably will continue to do the best job because they got the biggest budget and the smallest cast. Yep. <laughs> Open it up just like I will do to my legs for that new Dr. Finn. Um, you can find me at KCS Hutch, and you can find our show on the Twitter and the face of the book at the chat underscore podcast. And well, we'll see you next week, and hopefully, we'll have our other two lovely co hosts back. Yeah, because we were Destiny Child today, but we were DC3. Toy and Latavia can join us tonight. <laughs> I knew you'd stick it in somewhere. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to have you respond to that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say nothing. I'll cut your mic. <laughs> All righty. Good night, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.